Hey friends, welcome back to Minor Issues. I'm Lily Halloran. America is less than a week away from an election, and it feels to me like this big crucial moment for the country. Will we continue to operate under President Trump, or will Vice President Biden win the ticket? That's something that's constantly on my mind lately, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate. So this week I've enlisted the help of some fellow teens, and we've put together a quick guide to the election. What are the different stances on the issues? Why is it so important if we can't even vote? So yeah, it's basically everything you might need to know about the 2020 election. Hope you enjoy. Prejudice. The healthcare debate. College tuition. Police brutality. Resources. Pollution. Mass incarceration. This is Minor Issues. There are so many topics floating around the candidates this year, and Trump and Biden both have completely different contrasting viewpoints on pretty much every single one of them. The debates have been really hard to watch, but they've also been great ways to get a sense of the candidates' thoughts on all of the issues. Climate change, racial injustices, immigration, gun violence, coronavirus, Amy Coney Barrett in the Supreme Court, reproductive rights and healthcare, mail-in voting... These aren't even all of the topics, though. So to my friends talking with me today, I'm wondering what issues matter to you most? What has been on your mind lately? So for me, I think immigration is one of those topics. Many people are assuming that anybody who speaks Spanish or does not fit the description of a white American, let's say, is an immigrant. And that needs to be destroyed completely, that idea. This is Catherine. She's 16, originally from Puerto Rico. I've been asked before, hey, do you have a green card? Puerto Rico is a territory of the United States. I'm not an immigrant. I am a citizen, and I've always been a citizen. For Biden, we've seen some moments where he has kind of said some racist comments, but we've also seen him support us Hispanics and Latinos. So I'm not really sure where he stands, but I don't think that it's anywhere near the same concept as Trump is referring to immigration. I guess my last topic would be mental health. That whole idea of getting therapy and getting mental health, a big part of it's under the Medicare issue and how that's being handled. If they're not going to give accessible health care to everybody, then that's going to increase a lot of mental issues and a lot of harm that people might do to themselves because they're not getting that support or to others. Nobody right now, I think, can say I'm 100% okay and mentally stable. Because it's not a normal time. I feel like that needs to be taken out of the shadows because I haven't heard much of the mental health support area in politics or by anyone really. I think it's about getting Trump out right now. He publicly told the Proud Boys to stand back and stand by. That is a direct quote. Proud Boys are an extremist right-wing group. They publicly endorsed the murderer, Kyle Rittenhouse, after he shot and killed two Black Lives Matter supporters in Kenosha, Wisconsin in August. This is Sam. He was on the podcast earlier this summer talking about the pandemic and how that's affecting our planet. We are ready to move on to someone we know has experience and has the wherewithal to get things done. Let's talk about the coronavirus. We have seen in the past six months or so how our current president has handled this situation. Joe Biden relayed to us his actual plan about dealing with the coronavirus. And that was more information that Donald Trump has given us this whole time. There's a lot of ways that people's votes might not get counted this year, which is a big issue. And this is Avenel. She was also on the podcast earlier this year. There's mail-in voting, 
And then we have the president trying to say that mail-in voting is fraudulent, even though there's not any real evidence. And then their states are having different regulations on what ballots can be counted and what can't, and they're trying to restrict the poll drop boxes. It's getting really complicated. Also, there's a lot of states this year, like for example, Florida, where ex-felons can't vote if they have like fines on file, even if it's just like a speeding ticket. And a lot of states have different rules. I think that's ridiculous because, you know, they already went to jail. They have just as much right as to say in the election as anybody else. And of course, there are also concerns about other countries interfering with the election, issues with the Electoral College, because in 2016, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, but then she didn't actually win the election. I think that that needs to change, and whoever people vote for should be whoever wins. After the break, we'll continue the conversation about the election, so be sure to stay with us. Thanks for staying with us. I'm excited to announce that we just donated all of our ad revenue from June through October to Black Lives Matter. We are now going to start donating our ad revenue to Mental Health America. Now back to the show. Okay, I can't vote, you can't vote. How can we still be involved in this election? I think that a good way that teenagers could be helping right now is just spreading awareness to adults. I think the rules have switched and now it is our turn to tell them to go vote and to choose wisely on their decision because a lot of people don't exactly know how to vote. Tell your family members and coworkers that are old enough, tell them to vote. Sign petitions, go to the marches such as the Women's March, show out, show out in public, show out uh, online, just do, do your part. I've done some text banking and phone calls for local elections, setting aside some time and trying to get involved in campaigns is really important. The most influential thing that teens can do is to just go register voters, help support the campaigns of whatever candidates they support, and just try and still be politically active. Even if they can't vote, there's still other things you can do. When we're thinking about this political season that we're going through right now, what is the biggest takeaway that you want people to have? Everything right now seems to be a political topic, no matter which way you look at it. I think that it's probably the most important year to vote because there's such a big division between people that it's really going to decide what's going to happen with this pandemic. And we're trying to pick the right person to deal with here. I hope that after the tumultuous events of the past year, people will begin to realize that this is not the man that they need to run this country, especially right now. This speech is starting to sound like a campaign ad, but believe me, that's not what I was trying to do. There is so much hanging on this election, and I am personally urging everyone who is of age, please, 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 go out and vote. Whoever gets elected, their legislation can have really long-lasting effects that can have impacts going further into life. I think it's really important to stay informed and get involved, even for teens, even if we can't vote, to still participate in the election. In 2016, only 39% of young voters actually cast a ballot, and I know we can make that number a lot higher this year. So this is it, friends, my final plea to please, please go vote if you're old enough. Don't just vote in the presidential election, but in your local elections too. Presidents are important, but you'll also be dramatically affected by how your government is operating locally. Inform yourself on all the candidates, learn how to vote correctly in whatever way works best for you, and fill that whole ballot. Let's show everyone that we are forced to be reckoned with. Your voice matters. Our voice matters. 
If you have any questions whatsoever about the election or voting, feel free to reach out to us. Our DMs are open. You can also email us at minorissuespodcast at gmail.com. We will happily answer any questions that you have. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Minor Issues. If you're interested in learning more about the podcast, you can visit linktr.ee slash minorissuespodcast to find our website, send us a voice message, support us on Patreon, or follow our Instagram at minorissuespodcast. All of that is linked in the description. Next episode, which is coming to you on November 11th, I'm talking with a fellow teen about press freedom. How far exactly do our First Amendment rights extend? Why are journalists not being protected and more? Don't forget to tune into that again in two weeks. Big thanks to Catherine, Avenel, and Sam for sharing your thoughts on the election and for being great friends. I'm your editor and host, Lily Halloran. Our producers, Yunus Bekarov. Our ambassadors are Michael, Rhiannon, and Miriam. And our freelancers are Mira and Johan. This week's fun fact about me, I need to go do homework now. Have a great day. <laughs>